Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Monday, June the 14th. Wherever you are, I wish you God's grace and goodness. I hope you had the best weekend. Gosh, I did over here. It was so gorgeous. And uh, yeah, so I just hope that uh, you were able, again, whatever confronted you or or your your place in life, uh, it just allowed you for some, some good time with yourself, with other people, with God. Hey, let's dive into the gospel. And what we're going to see is we are continuing through uh, Matthew's Sermon on the Mount. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that after we hear it. But um, let's just break open God's word and and get to it, shall we? We will be reading, for those who want to follow along, Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 to 42. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn uh, turn the other one to them as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand them your cloak as well. And should anyone press you into service for one mile, go with them for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on one who wants to borrow. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Some of you, some of this sounds familiar, doesn't it? Um, Because we, uh, we, we know this is the pattern that Jesus is doing. So, without being too redundant. Uh, remember, we started Matthew's gospel, excuse me, Matthew's Sermon on the Mount a week ago today. Matthew's Sermon on the Mount is chapters 5 through 7. And we start with uh, the Beatitudes, then we went on to being the light of the world. But it was Wednesday's uh, gospel that was the key where Jesus says, listen, I've not come to abolish the law. I've come to fulfill it. He had been accused of that, and he said, no, that's not it at all. And, and, and he's pointing, he's saying, listen, if we simply stay at this place in the law uh, where you shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not, uh, you know, um, uh, bear false witness, whatever, these are, are going to be at a, at a certain level, and, and we don't necessarily find ourselves in the heart of the law. And uh, he says, I, I'm not going to abolish one iota of it, not one letter of the law, not one part of the letter. Uh, he's coming to fulfill it. And so what does that look like? Well, if you remember on Thursday, he used the first example for us. And that was, you've heard it said, thou shalt not kill. But I say to you that we shall not be angry with our brother or sister. We shall not, you know, uh, call them fool or say raka, which means meaningless, worthless. Uh, to them, or even think these things, because when we do, when we even think these things in our heart, we carry that anger in our heart, we have murdered them already, right? That divides us already. Now, Friday and Saturday, which again, uses these uh, daily gospels, we never do it on Saturday, this podcast doesn't anyway, Uh, but had we continued through, we had feast days for the Sacred Heart and the Immaculate Heart, But uh, Friday's example would have been, you shall not, you've heard it say, you shall not commit adultery. But I say, whoever looks at another with lust commits adultery already against them in their heart. And, uh, And he talks about oaths and swearing on Saturday. And he's saying, listen, 
Just don't do it at all. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. So we see that continuing today. You've heard that it was said. So he uses part of the law. Now, this was written in, uh, in the, the first five books of the Bible. Uh, I should have looked back and seen where it was. My guess is this is going to be in, uh, certainly in Deuteronomy. But um, we might have seen it in either Exodus or Numbers as well. But you've heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Now, brothers and sisters, before I even go on, we need to know that that law was actually a wonderful, huge advancement at the time, because uh, up until that point in the law, if you and I were neighbors, and I've used this example before, so forgive if it's uh, boring you, but I'm not creative enough to think of a better one. If you and I were neighbors, and, and for whatever reason, I killed your cow, or your cow died in my possession, or, or somehow accidentally on purpose, doesn't matter. You could come over and you could kill my whole cattle. You could kill all of them. You could burn down my barn. Now, if you did that to me, I could be angry enough and come over and I could kill your whole family and and burn your house and do all that stuff. And it was that escalation of violence. And so what the, the people who wrote the law, whether this is directly quoted through Moses or another, is this is is limiting the violence again that's that's really where this is pointing to is is this escalation of violence and this law is saying no we're going to limit that violence you kill my cow or, or i kill your cow you can come over and kill mine that's that's the the level of what it's going to be but what jesus is doing here brothers and sisters is he's pointing us to a deeper level that says how do we not even get into that place where violence is, is acceptable at all. And, and even if it's, if it's limited, that, that that's not okay. Because often we can use that as retribution, right? We can use that as vengeance. We hear that called justice all the time. Uh, in, uh, well, we use the death penalty as an example, right? Um, that, uh, you know, we, justice has been served. Uh, and, and I think Jesus, now again, I, I'm, 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 I'm throwing myself as best I can into that. I think Jesus would look at this and say, hey, I, I think the Sermon on the Mount invites us to a different place. It really does. He's saying we, we have to, to be a people that, that stop violence, that even, even, even at, at this level that it, it's going here. So he's saying, but I say to you, offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn an author off. It's the second time I did that. Turn the other one to them as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand them your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go with them two miles. And, and what effectively he's doing, and now I'm not smart enough to know this on my own. This is, is research I've done. And I think it's fairly common. So this is not fringe scholarship. It's fairly common among uh, theologians and scholars that look at this, that, that what Jesus is inviting us to do is to become people of nonviolence, of active, uh, nonviolent resistance. And, and the, the people that I think of anyway, when I think of, of people that have lived this well recently, I think of Gandhi and I think of Martin Luther King Jr., uh, uh, because they did that. I mean, think of Selma, the, the, the uh, people with the attack dogs out and with the fire hoses out and walking. It, we knew. All you had to do was look at that and see who was on the side of justice and who was not, even though 
they were breaking the law or or Gandhi if you ever saw the movie and and gosh now I know this is dating myself it's like 35 or 40 years old but it's so good his whole idea of walking to the sea to make salt that there was a law that you couldn't make salt um, and and walking to the sea with a, a, a crowd of people uh, to do something as harmless as make salt out of that and uh, and how they were uh, arrested for that and and how easy that is to see who's on the side of justice and who is, is not on the side of justice. I think that's where Jesus is, is pointing us here, brothers and sisters, to be creative. I don't think he's inviting us to be masochistic and just walked upon. I don't think he's inviting us to be milk toast. I think he's saying, listen, uh, when somebody strikes your, you on the cheek, meaning they're, they're treating you as a non-equal, they're going to use the back of your hand. Uh, and to turn and offer them the other one as well invites them to use the forehand. And you didn't use the forehand, the front of your hand, unless you were doing that to somebody who was equal. And, and that's what he's inviting us to, is to stand in dignity and say, I'm not beneath you. And, and when someone sues you over whatever it is, to offer them more makes it easy to see, listen, the tunic was the only thing that, that, that kept you warm when you were sleeping. And to take that from somebody and to give them more is, is to stand and say, who is on the side of justice here and who is not now? And, and to, to sue somebody for, for more than they have. You who are suing, who are prosecuting, you're the unjust one here, not the other person. And to press somebody into service for one mile, the Roman legions, legionnaires had that ability to do that. And, uh, and to go with them more, all of a sudden that burden, let's say you were carrying their, their armor or whatever you were doing for that mile in service, to go that other mile, that extra mile, as we say, uh, was a way that transferred that burden. Even though you physically still carried it, all of a sudden they were carrying that burden of conscious knowing that what they were doing was, was overburdening you. Brothers and sisters, here's what I know. I know Jesus is pointing us to a place where we have to be, um, we have to be creative in our in our response to people who treat us with indignity. Let me use one example here, and then I'll I'll, I'll uh, go to to the first reading and quit. But um, back in the the time of the uh, uh, Crusades, right? We were. Uh, taking people, we the church. Uh, it was an active fight against Islam, who had taken over Jerusalem. And uh, many of these, uh, the Islamic uh, armies uh, were in the Middle East there, and of course, uh, came out of Egypt. And uh, so during this time, when the, the uh, Christians and, and Islam, the Muslims were at war and, and didn't care for each other, St. Francis of Assisi, you know, again, you just think, what a, what a man he was, a man of his time. He traveled to the sultan down in Egypt, and he sat with them. And they, uh, they Francis was, was trying to, um, <laughs> sorry, phone's ringing during, during this. Francis was trying to convert the sultan. That didn't work. The sultan tried to convert Francis. Well, Rene Ezenk is calling. It's good for all of you to know this. Um <laughs> Good Lord Almighty. <laughs> you know, this is already take two of this podcast. I'm not doing take three. So you got you to gotta hear the phone ringing. Um, but uh, 
uh, what was I at? The Salt and Francis. They tried to convert one another. That didn't work. And so then they just had a conversation and enjoyed one another's company. When Francis got back, there had been people in the neighborhood in his area burning the, uh, the uh, Koran, and he picked up a piece of it, and he placed it on the altar to show those people, no, this, we have to respect who they are and respect what they're doing. And, uh, and again, it just showed that, that, that we have to be beyond, we have to, we have to stop this violence, and we have to be creative in how we do it. And we have to put ourselves out on the line vulnerably like Francis did. Let me use the last, uh, last word uh, today from the first reading. It was Paul's second uh, letter to the church in Corinth. Uh, it's in chapter 6, but we hear it every Ash Wednesday, and it's just so good. Brothers and sisters, we may think we're not ready for this type of, of nonviolent resistance. We're not ready for this type of creative thought yet, and I will be the first to admit I am terribly faulty in, in all of mine, but let this word just give you not only hope, courage, but, but uh, let it fire you up. Brothers and sisters, now this is Paul. As your fellow workers, we appeal to you, do not receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in an acceptable time I heard you, and on the day of salvation I helped you. Behold, now is a very acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Brothers and sisters, we are called to be people who are creative who treat others with dignity and assert our own dignity and the dignity of those with us, creatively, even non-creatively, but not escalating the violence uh, between us or between parties. How we do it, I don't know. I blow it all the time, but I know we're invited to. This is what Jesus points when he's saying, you know, how do we be creative in this? Let's take all this to prayer, my friends, um, because I know what Jesus invites us to is real. And let's just sit and chew on that and, uh, and ask the Spirit's assistance, shall we? So let's bring this all to prayer as we, uh, as we invite our Blessed Mother to pray for all of us here listening. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the first luminous mystery, the baptism of Jesus. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, I hope if the phone rings on your end, you're able to pick it up. Bless you. Have a wonderful day. Uh, Thanks for being with today, and I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow.